Welcome to Wealth Made Simple with Shaz, where you'll learn how to master your money through business, property, and tax saving strategies. Your host has collectively helped his clients make tens of millions of pounds in additional profits through these strategic approaches to business. Introducing Shaz Nawaz, an award-winning chartered accountant, property tax expert, entrepreneur, and property investor. SDLT is one of my most favorite taxes and probably one of the most least understood. But the good news for you is, in this video, I'm going to share some exemptions and a relief for you, which is going to show you how you can pay zero on the exemptions and a reduced amount of SDLT on one of the, one of the reliefs. Now, as an investor, you'll know this. An SDLT isn't, in my experience, as well understood as it ought to be. So I'm gonna share with you a few SDLT reliefs and exemptions that I think you ought to know about. And the purpose of this video, by the way, isn't to go into deep legislation, because that's probably what's something you're not interested in unless you're kind of a tax nerd like me. So I'm just gonna run you through the basics without going into detail. And if there's any one exemption or relief that you're more interested in, it could be all of them by the way, uh, just post it in the comments below and then I'll make another video for you where I'll go into more detail with a deep dive to explain exactly how it works. But this is just kind of a high level introduction into some things I think you ought to know about. So the first exemption is if you are buying a house from a house building company. So if you're selling your own house to them and buying a new house, new, newly built house, from them and you occupied your previous residence okay, at any point in the last two years from the time of uh, disposal of this house to the building company as your main residence and the new house is going to be your main residence going forward and these are both in consideration of each other so they're part of one contract uh, and the land on the new property doesn't ex exceed the permitted area then you are exempt from paying SDLT. So to keep it really simple, you go to a house building company, they're building some new homes, you sell your home to them, and you get a new house from them, that's part of the same contract. The old house, or the house you're selling, you should have occupied at some point in the last two years from the date of the transaction, and the new home should be your main residence, and it doesn't exceed a, a particular permitted area, then you are exempt from paying SDLT. So keep note of this if you're looking to buy a new house at some point in the near future. The second SDLT ex exemption is if you're buying a property through probate, and this is simply where you are a property trader, and you're buying through a limited company, or you can buy through a partnership where all the partners are limited companies, so company or partnership, but it can't be in the individuals. So basically, you're buying the property, you might refurbish it, and then you're going to flip it on. So the person who passed away, you're dealing with their personal representative, but the person who passed away must have occupied the property at some point in the last two years. You're a property trader, so you're buying the property from them, uh, and it's in your normal course of business. Uh, the property can't exceed the permitted area, just like the previous uh, exemption when buying from a house building company. Then, when you're spending money on the property, you can spend up to £10,000 or 
of the purchase price, but this can't exceed £20,000. So it's the higher of £10,000 or £20,000, which is 5% of the purchase price. You can spend that on fixing the property because the person who passed away may have lived in it, say, 18 months ago. The property might, might be empty, might need some work doing to it, so you can spend up to 10000 or uh, 5% of the purchase price, which is up to £20,000, and then sell the property, you pay no SDLT. Now, if you grant a lease or a license on the property, then relief will be withdrawn. And if you spend more on the property than is permitted, then relief will, will be withdrawn. There is partial relief, uh, but to keep it again simple, is if you can just keep within these numbers here, then you, you'll get full relief and no SDLT to pay. The third exemption is if you rescue a chain. So we have a person selling their existing home and looking to buy a new home. Uh, their sale of their existing home falls through. You go in there and you save the chain whereby that person can buy their new home. And if you rescue the chain, you then are not going to pay any STLT. And then it's the same rules as it was for the other two rules that I shared with you. You can't exceed the permitted area, which I will talk to you about at the end, by the way, because that's because I've saved that until the end, so you know exactly what that is. And then the other uh, things that are going to withdraw relief is if you go over the permitted area or the refurbished amount, if you grant a lease or a license, and then if you occupy the property yourself, or you allow your employees or any other person connected to you to occupy the property, and that applies to all three exemptions. So if you're going to rescue a chain and help somebody make a new acquisition and you're buying their old, old main residence and they lived in that at some point in the last two years uh, and you're a property trader and then you are going to be able to get the exemption and not pay any SDLT. So go out there folks and rescue some chains. The fourth exemption is where you have a nice employer. So this is where an employer buys the property of an employee and again same rules as before, the employee must have used the property as their main residence in the last two years of disposal. They are relocating due to their job. The employer can't pay more than the market value. And then as with all the other reliefs, the land acquired cannot uh, be beyond the permitted area, which I cover for you. And the fifth one is about multiple dwellings relief. But again, I'm just going to talk about one particular area to keep it really simple. So if you're buying a property, and on that property title, you actually have two properties. So the common scenario here is you're buying a house. With that house, you have a granny annex, and the granny annex has its own entrance, kitchen, bedroom, and living area. Then you can treat those as two separate properties, even though they are on one title and the value of the granny annex okay can't be more than one third of the value of the entire property which usually is the case but at least you need to know that's the rule now the other beautiful thing here is we all know that if you're buying a second or additional property you pay three percent but because it's, you're replacing it with your own main residence you're not paying the three percent on this part of the property here and Although this is classed as a second property, it's not a second property because it's part of the same title. Now, initially, when the rules were introduced, you had to pay 3% here. 
but then the government changed the legislation and said if this is going to be your main residence, you don't pay 3% on here, you don't pay 3% on here either. And of course the ground in the NS has to be on the same grounds as the other property, which will be the case. So how this basically works is you're paying, let's say, a million pounds for the whole lot, you work out your SDLT on a million pounds and you'll know as the price goes up, it's, it's broken into different tiers and thresholds, and as the price goes up, the percentage is higher, so it costs you more. So here you average it out, so you, so you work up the SDLT on a million pounds, then you say, okay, I'm buying two properties, so you work up the SDLT on 500,000 pounds each, and the 500,000 pounds each should overall give you a lower figure, so you pay less SDLT. So if you're buying a house, especially for your own main residence, there's a granny annex on there, uh, then watch out for this, because you could pay less stamp duty. So looking at the last bit now, the permitted area, it's very simple by the way, is 10,000 square meters. So you can't exceed that. For most transactions, people aren't gonna exceed the 10,000 square meters. So that's some SDLT reliefs and exemptions for you to think about. Like I said, if you're, you want me to go into more detail on one, one of these, let me know, I'll do that. If you found this video useful in terms of SDLT purposes, again, let me know so I'll focus more on SDLT than other taxes. And go out there and buy properties where you're risking a broken chain, where you're buying through probate from a personal representative, where you are possibly getting a property with a granny annex or some of the other examples I've shared with you. Thanks for listening to Wealth Made Simple. You can follow and contact Shaz on the Facebook pages Entrust Property Tax and The Profits Wizard. You can also find Shaz on LinkedIn, YouTube and Instagram. Alternatively, email him at shaz at aa-accountants.co.uk. Build your wealth by mastering money. <laughs>